The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Hey, Liz. Are you ready? Uh, Jody, you know I am. I'm always ready. I'm pretty psyched about today's show because we're going to be talking about fitness. Fitness is uh-huh. fun, isn't it? Oh, I didn't know it was I didn't know it was that fun. No. <laughs> actually, um you know I'm a swimmer, so I yeah. actually am I I I do love fitness. So I and and um it, it's interesting thing because I think so many people have a hard time doing fitness or exercising. I think it's like anything, like you have to really stick to it and you have to like put in the effort and the time and, you know, it's like, you know, you have to find something you like and I think it's easy to just sort of get into a routine and be like, oh, I don't feel like getting up or, you know, or getting bored with your workout or whatever, but you really have to like shake it up and and find stuff that you love to do. I I used to be like a fanatic about working out. Like when I was working my corporate jobs, I had to because we were sitting all day. And like by lunchtime, I was like, if I don't get out of this desk area, I am going to, you know, go out of my mind. So, you know, I would go to spin class or whatever. And, you know, I I have to say that like doing exercise in the middle of the day, a work day, really brings a lot of clarity. It like clears my mind. It like offers like solutions to things that I was like confused about or thinking about. It's definitely like an important aspect, I think, of anybody's life. I think it really does help for clarity. So I know one of the things that I use exercise for is it it just helps me de-stress. So, you know, when you're so busy and everything's going on, if you can get to the gym or to the pool or wherever getting there is the problem like it's once you're there you're fine it's just like yeah. getting there yeah you and, definitely and yeah. that's the hardest part but I think people realize once they get into that routine and they get there then all of a sudden it becomes like a highlight so um it but it feels so good <laughs> yeah and it's an interesting business model too because yeah. um you know people will pay to exercise even though like you could just go for a walk around the block you don't need to pay anyone to go for a walk but yet there's a huge exercise industry mm-hmm. um, and people will pay to exercise mm-hmm. and to do different things. And I think part of that has to do with the community around it. Because like sometimes even though you go and you you walk your, with your headphones, it's about it's something to be like standing next to someone doing the exact same thing that makes you want to do it more. 
Yeah, and also having instructors that really can challenge you and push you and support you. You know, I used to love it when spin instructors would be like playing loud music and be like, you can do it, you can do You know, it's like, that's great. I want to hear that kind of stuff, you know. So, you know, today we're going to be talking to somebody that owns, you know, a fitness studio, but it's not just your run-of-the-mill, like, you know, um, franchise gym. Like, this is a boutique studio, and the owner... The founder and the CEO, Cos Marte, has a really unique story. Um, he he runs Con Body, which is modeled after or inspired by um, his time in prison. You know, um, and we're gonna let him tell the story, but it's pretty much, you know, he he created this fitness model, um, for, you know by like his experience in prison and he also employs formerly incarcerated um, individuals. So it's it's a really unique business model and he has talked on TED. He is um, he speaks around on prison reform and I'm really excited to have um Kos Marte to the show. Welcome Kos. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, so so Koss, like tell us the story and I know if if people haven't read seen the TED Talk, I really encourage it cuz the the name is from Kingpin to Entrepreneur. And so I know it's a pretty amazing story. So um can you can you share with our listeners like how did you go from being the kingpin of your block and selling, you know, marijuana and and cocaine and running a million dollar more business to where you are now, which is like an entrepreneur. Yeah, so it, it all started when uh, I went into prison in 2009. I went into prison for running a, a multi-million dollar drug business in New York City. Um, and when I went inside, the doctors told me that my cholesterol levels were like so high that I could die of a heart attack within five years. Wow. And I was sentenced to seven years in prison. Uh, so doing the math, I said I was not going to die in this place, and I and I began working out because that's what they suggested, and they they also suggested to eat well. Um, obviously, in prison, you can't get the best healthiest meals, so right. I began working out extra, like so much, um, and eventually I lost seventy pounds in six months, and then I helped over twenty inmates lose over a thousand pounds combined. Uh, so I started this like exercise program in the prison yard, and then eventually, um, when I came home, I, I, you know, while I was in there, I changed my whole life around, and I said I was gonna start doing this once I came home. Um, and then it was derived as soon as I came out. I started doing it in the local parks, uh, renting out studios, and then eventually opening up our, our boutique, boutique studio in the Lower East Side. Yeah, that's it's amazing. So let's just back up for a minute. Like, so when you got that news from the doctor and you're like, "Oh my god, I have to like start exercising." What did you start doing? And what were you capable of doing? Like cuz you're you're in a you're in a small cell or maybe you're in the in the yard, yeah. but like what kind of exercises were you doing? So I, I got back to my cell and as soon as I got back, I started doing like dips off the side of my bed and like jumping jacks and I probably worked out for about 10 minutes and like just like after this, I'm passing out. Uh, but as I sat down, I was like, no, I need, I need to continue moving. And, um, and I just got up the next day and started running the yard. And then I got, and then I tried to do like pull-ups and I couldn't do any pull-ups or push-ups. Uh, and then gradually I, I began doing more and more. 
So, so what were people around you saying when you started doing this? Because obviously you're you're in one state, you know, you're like at yeah. risk of death, and then you're starting to like move um, and do different things. What was the reaction around you? Uh, some people just making fun of me. Like I was running the, the the yard, and while you're running the prison yard over there, there's like this uh, solitary confinement. They call it a box. Um, and they have like these cages that they come out like for an hour, uh, and these guys are like screaming at me from the from the top of the you know cages, and they tell me you know fat Forrest Gump, and mm-hmm. trying to put me down, and like look at this guy, you know whatever, and I was the only one running the yard because nobody really ran, um, so I, I looked, but I it just it helped me focus, it helped me like mm-hmm. we just like look forward and pay attention to, you know, what was important and that that was my health. Mm-hmm. And so how did you start working with other inmates? Were they like, whoa, you're, you're transforming your body. Can you help us too? <laughs> like, you know, so, I mean, how did that happen? Uh, so it was after like I lost all my weight and I continued like running and working out uh, by myself. And then there was one gentleman who, you know, I was, he was pretty new. He was very, probably about two months in. And um, I was having a discussion with him after I ran, and he's like, you know, I want to I wanna start working out. I want to run with you. Uh, Could I run with you? And he was about 300 pounds, like pretty short, like 5'6". And um, I was like, yeah, let's do it. So, uh, and then I told him, you know, I used to look like you. And I showed him my, my ID picture, and my prison ID photo looked like, you know, didn't look like me at, at the time because my face was, like, really bigger. And um, he was like, yeah, that's not you. You're lying. You know, and I was like, yep, that was me. And then uh, I began working out with him. And then eventually he got his friends to come run. And then we got, you know, other guys that were interested. And we started cooking meals together and, and um, working out together. So. so so, did you have any indication at that time that you would actually make this into a business when you got out of prison? No, so I um, I didn't have any indication that I was going to start a business out of it um, when I was doing this in the prison yard. What really, you know, brought that to light was when, towards the end of my incarceration, I had a problem uh, with an officer that led me to solitary confinement. And mm-hmm. at this point, um, I was because of the situation, I was facing another year in prison. Um, actually, another three years. I eventually did an a extra year in prison because of it. Uh, but I, I was devastated, and I, and I said I needed to, you know, change my life around and do something else. And um, here's where I came up with the idea of like, you know, how am I going to stop hurting society? Because I, I began realizing what I was doing was wrong, and and I needed to, you know, get back instead of damaging my community. So I. I came up with the idea of like doing a prison style boot camp when I came out came out of that um, prison cell, and um, I wrote out like every exercise of a week, like basically timed it because I had like I was in twenty four hour lockdown, I had nothing to do, so I was like timing myself doing it. I had no mm-hmm. clock, I was just, like timing myself like by counting basically, um, and it wow. was just pretty yeah, it was pretty crazy. And you just, like, start coming up with creative ways and doing stuff and coming up with your own schedule because you're, like, in a 9 by 6 cell and, and you just 
don't have anything else to do. And and um and when I I came out of that cell, I I basically told other inmates in this like group that we had to do. Like they they put us in a group of like forty people, and and I told the other inmates like this is what I'm gonna do when I come home in front of a, like a classroom setting. And a couple of them chuckled and they were like, that's not gonna work. And I was like, trust me, I I went from selling drugs to, um, on a milk crate to creating a drug empire. I, I know how to grow a business. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all about consistency and, and delivering a great service. And if you continue doing that, eventually it'll pop off. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you were already a successful entrepreneur at that point. You know, you had already done it. You already had built a business, and now you're building another business. Yeah, yeah, it's that's pretty remarkable. And you know, we're gonna when we come back from our break, we're gonna talk more with you about your business today and what you're doing yeah. and how you, um, you know, because it's it's got a definitely. I haven't been to your studio, but I know it has like a whole uh, look and feel to it. So I want to talk about that when we come back. So stay tuned. Awesome. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar. And our guest today is Kos Marte. He is the CEO and founder of ConBody, a prison-style boot camp uh, that employs incarcerated individuals as trainers. And it's currently located in New York City. 
Um, and their classes are on demand, too, which we'll find out more about a little bit later in the show. Um, and Koss was just telling us a little bit about his story. Um, and if you haven't had a chance to listen to his TED Talk, Hudson, you should definitely check that out. Um, so, Koss, you know, when you were, got out of prison and you started, you know, um, working out with people in the parks and, and locally, how did you go from that to finding your, your space? And, um, you know, what was that process like for you? Um, it was, it was pretty difficult finding a space, but when I, when I came out, I started doing it in local parks, um, like across the street from where, so I, I came back to basically no money, um, my mom's couch and with, mm-hmm. a, with a dream. And I came out and started doing it across the street from where my mom lived. And, and every day I, I took this little piece of pipe, stuck it between fences, was doing like polar bar training. And I was just going up to like people that had basically females with yoga pants um, <laughs> and, and pitching up. That's a marketing uh, strategy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them in New York City, too. So Yeah, yeah. so I was just like letting them know like my story and like you know what i'm starting and stuff like that and a few were interested a few like looked at me like i was nuts um but anyway i, I never stopped pitching and eventually I, we, I had a little group uh there and then i and then i found a space where i could rent out it was like a ballet studio that you could rent out for per hour and i consistently rent, rented that out for about five days a week and was mm-hmm. conducting classes there and um, and then eventually it grew, uh, and we couldn't even withhold more people in there. So I started renting out more studio spaces, uh, uh, and my other trainers were like training people. Um, so I was like hiring people coming out of jail to, you know, take uh, basically expand myself. And um, and then eventually uh, we were we got some funding, we raised some money. Uh, use our savings and and look was looking for a location left and right. Nobody wanted to give us a location just because of the mm-hmm. uh, the background that I had. Um, a lot of it it's it's messed up that the discrimination still happens, and I don't know when it's going to end. But it's a it's a huge problem, and um, mm-hmm. especially for somebody that has a felony, you know they they ask you that, and and that was a that was a problem. And I went from door to door. It was kept getting shot and even though we had the money it was like a problem and um eventually we found this lady and it was actually back in the same block where i started selling drugs at so we had wow. this this studio like exactly on the same corner where i was hustling that as a kid and um it just came back to a full circle and i uh, found this space it was we're, we're actually in a basement of a Buddhist temple. Uh, wow. So it's, uh, yeah, the landowner's like, she's Buddhist and was like, believes in second chances, has like a very cool zen about her and and she gave me a second chance and uh, even the real estate broker looked at her crazy and, um, and she was like, no, I believe in this guy and we've been here for a year now and no complaints from her and it's just been an amazing experience you know wow that's fantastic and it's really remarkable that it's the same place that you started out you know when you were first go around with entrepreneurship you know and um 
that's pretty remarkable. And and so so you've been there in the space for a year. Um, and, and so when you got into the space, how did how did you know like what kind of you know environment you wanted to create? What was your sort of philosophy around fitness and and yeah. how you were going to go about training people? Uh, so I I wanted to create a, a prison. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I wanted to brand it right and not you know. I know a lot of people ask me, like, why do I build this? And, and it feels gimmicky and all this other stuff. But um, I wanted to own the brand uh, mainly because I was I was tired of hiding it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, rem- I had a job uh, while I was, like, while I was doing this on the side, and, and then eventually it became my full-time job. Uh, but in this job, it was, like, a nonprofit that was helping people on public assistance to find employment. And when somebody, you know, who was unemployed with a criminal history came up, um, my coworkers at that spot would, you know, talk behind their back and I'd be like, you know, these people would never get, you know, amount to anything. And it used to really bother me inside. And I, I, was, mm-hmm. I just held my tongue because I didn't want to get fired. Eventually, when I was about to, like, quit, I, I told them and they were shocked and they just, you know, didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was tired of hiding it. I was tired of, like, being, you know, um, you know, just like... Well, was, right, because you had felt like you had given up your life, right? I mean, you had already given up your life. You you did the time. You paid the price. Yeah. And yet now you're out, and everybody still looks at you like you didn't, you didn't do what you were supposed to do for your punishment. Exactly. Exactly. Or you didn't change, or you didn't change enough, or you're the, still the same person, which, you know, anybody talking to you for more than five minutes can realize that, you know, obviously you've gone through a transformation. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, but yeah. yeah. Just owning, owning the fact that I, I made a mistake and I'm moving on and this is what I'm doing now. And that's, and that's what I did. So beyond the fitness studio, I know like this is like obviously maybe your first, I'll say, run. Do you think that there is a big opportunity um, for um, so for for people people who were incarcerated who once did hustle on the street to take their skills that they learned um, from selling drugs to something more productive and helping them find that? that cause that may not be fitness for them, but maybe something else. Do you see that as one of your like passions in life? Absolutely. I, um, so I, I myself went through this program called Defy Ventures, uh, Mm. D E F Y Ventures. Um, and this program believes that illegal entrepreneurs could become legal entrepreneurs. And it's like a whole MBA, like incubator for formerly incarcerated people. And I went through it, and they basically taught me everything I needed to do. And they taught us that we have this transferable skills to, you know, become a successful entrepreneur. Um, and uh, and there's been a lot of success stories uh, around that program. And uh, I went through that program, and it just you know, made me believe that I, I had the skills that we were taught by, you know, MBA, Harvard professors and Stanford professors and, and we learned exactly the same thing that, you know, people are in the MBA 
course is taking. So um, it was just basically using that and and moving forward. And I think if I think anybody could be an entrepreneur, first of all, but um, I think it's definitely. Uh, there's always a transferable um, parallel between somebody that's been hustling illegally because I, I feel like that person has taken a risk and um, and being an entrepreneur is a, is a huge risk. Right. Yeah, it is a huge risk. And, and I think it's really interesting that did you about that program that you entered, did you do that in prison or did you do that when you came out? Uh, so now they have it in, they just started it in prison mm-hmm. uh, across like 27 prisons across America. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I did it, I did it when I came out. Um, when I came out, they only had it, you know, it was like outside program. And I did yeah. it about in my four months from when I was released. And I mean, it sounds like you have a lot of persistence and you really believe in yourself because, you know, if you, you're coming out of prison with, you know, next to nothing and have to start over, but you have like this huge idea, you know, and knocking on people's doors where they're just constantly shutting them because of their bias, you know, that it takes a lot, I would imagine, for you to keep moving and to and to really be persistent in, in your goals, you know, and I, I really commend that woman who, the Buddhist woman who was just like, yeah, like I see you for who you are. And I get that you have a past with this stuff, but, you know, look at the society we're living in. And also, you know, you have a great idea and I want to support you. I mean, that's, that's a great story. I mean, I, that's really that more people should be like that. I think. Well, I think the other side of it too, Liz, is is that he had the supportive community to help him, um, to help him transform. Because right. with this program that he went to, it gave him an opportunity to learn new skills and to apply the skills that he had in a legal way. Which, um, if you really want prison reform, and not all the people who left prison to go back to prison, um, at a certain point, our community has to step up and help them reassimilate to, to the real world. So, um, you know, that's a great program. And I, and I think it's really interesting that they focused on the entrepreneurship because, um, because of the fact that it is going to be harder to get, I'll say a corporate job or something because of the felony, but entrepreneurs, they can be anyone, right? You know, like nobody cares who you are, what you do. It's like you have an idea and you just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so cost before we go to break, like, I want to just talk a little bit about your studio and like when people walk in, so you, you design the, the prison, you know, sort of, um, environment, but when people walk in, whatever, what can they expect? Um, so people walk in and they, they feel scared and they feel like, they're <laughs> like and they're like, Oh my God, um, I want to try this, but I don't know if I can do this. And, and I, and I, basically grab people by the hand or have like my trainers and like, you know, push them in, close the gate. And, and then they eventually come out and they was like, wow, I did it. You know, it's like, uh, you can do this. And it's all, uh, the only limitation, the only setback that you're having is your mind. And that's what's holding Mm -hmm. you back. Um, and how long are their workouts? Uh, so the workouts, um, we have 30-minute workouts, and we have, like, uh, hour workouts as well. Okay. And so uh, so people can 
come in for, obviously New Yorkers can come in and sign up and be there, but you also have an on-demand program too, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Con Body Live, I guess is what it's called, and and you can stream it, right? Yeah, so what we did, we created a a platform where people could work out with their favorite and formerly incarcerated person. Uh, I tell people that you only need a small space, your body weight, and your favorite ex-convict to get that prison body you've always <laughs> Um So for $5 a month, uh, what we created was like every month we're going to be introducing a different formerly incarcerated person. Uh, and you could, you know, work out for 20 minutes. Uh, you, you log in, you have your own like paywall type of thing. And uh, you choose um, your favorite convict. Um, Exxon. Uh, so basically, I, I, I'm doing the first month myself, and then eventually we're introducing my other trainers uh, month to month, and then just including more people. We can even start including more people across the world. Wow. So um, do you get... Yeah. Do you have to wear, like, um, the orange outfit, too? Or do you no. get to wear, like, your yoga pants? <laughs> no. 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 Uh, uh, no orange outfit. I've seen no. it. It's they they have a nice logo and a nice like whole look to their yeah clothing. So we're going to talk more about yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk more about the uh, the philosophy and Jody's going to ask some questions. You know how she does about the financial underwear drawer. When we come back, we're talking to Cos Marte from Con Body. Stay tuned. <laughs> America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. 
To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Jody Padar, and I'm here with Liz Gold. And we also have Cause Marte, who is... Um, a former prisoner who's now opened his own gym. But before um, I bring it back into the financial underwear hot seat um, spot, um, <laughs> I have to uh, give a quick shout out to Intuit, who is sponsoring us, as well as Avalara for sales tax. Um, but what's really interesting to me, Kaz, and this has been like in my mind, is the whole tax situation. Because like I'm a tax person, a CPA, and yeah. what it's been like for you to go from having an illegal business where you probably didn't pay taxes on all the money that was earned. <laughs> and a lot of times uh, people who Sorry. go to jail go for tax evasion, right? As opposed to even just the crime they actually committed because they can always get you on tax evasion. Um, to running a legit business where you're actually required to do um, financial statements and tax returns and, and all of that. And what what kind of the transition was for you and, and just kind of the, the change in you to go in that tax space? I mean, I just, I feel like that's probably the only difference between uh, selling drugs and running a legit business is paying taxes. And why? Uh, why? No, I said, wow, that, I, I think that's a, a, that's a good answer, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that's, all, that's the only difference. And I was already prepared to pay taxes and I definitely follow the rules. I don't want to go back in for tax invasions or whatever. Um, and did you hire, like, a professional to help you get, like, your accounting straight and, like, yeah. the, the corporation and all of that stuff? So the corporation and stuff like that, I, I did myself, but um, okay. I def- I hired I had uh, an accountant. Uh, well, we have an accountant on board now, um, and I have somebody that's like basically our, not technically our CFO yet, but we're looking to have them as a CFO, um, and I have a bookkeeper, so we 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 have that uh, all covered, and. Um, I mean, I was just prepared that we was going to, you know, that's one thing that they, they taught us when we were going through the program. Like, this is what you have to start doing. You, um, right. You have to pay taxes. So I was just all set and ready to, you know, start making it happen, you know. No, I, I and I, I think that's, like, a good answer because I do think that there are a lot of similarities between an illegal business and a legal business, right? Because they're both businesses, you know, at their heart. Um, and what about like um, operational systems and computer systems? Are you using any like technology to help you run your business? Yeah, uh, definitely. So that that was a that was another difference. So when I was uh, in the street, it was I was using like a marble notebook and like you know writing things down. And then what, so I, I went in a different like time. So I, I went in like. Uh, with a flip phone and came out with a touchscreen phone and everything changed wow. and it felt mm-hmm. like I was, you know, the Flintstones meeting the Jetsons. Um, mm-hmm. And I came out and 
uh, I'll just tell you a quick story of like me coming out. So I came out uh, and was let out in, in uh, this in Buffalo airport. Um, and I'm in a Buffalo airport and I'm looking for a pay phone to call my family to let them know that I'm hopping on a plane and please pick me up on JFK. And um, so I, I couldn't find a pay phone. And then I asked this uh, lady if I could use her phone. And she passes me a touchscreen thing, and I'm like, no, I need a phone. And she <laughs> like, what do you mean? And I'm like, no, I, I just need to make a phone call. And she's like, this is a phone. What are you talking about? And then I told her, I was like, I just recently was released. She looked at me a little bit scared, and I was like, no, I just need to make a phone call. You gave me dollar, put it on speaker, like, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, she she called, and, and, um, and I got in touch with my family. But it was just a whole shock of, like, how new the world was, you know, um, and and how I had to deal with technology before I was dealing with, like, oh, you know, basically flip phones, and now I have to, like, deal with, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and <laughs> right. all the social yeah. media outlets. Uh, and yeah. it's just a whole new learning experience that, I, that was shocking um, and that I needed to learn quick to run a business because I never used, like, email when I was home, even though it is, I used probably AOL uh, and Instant Messenger, but um, yeah, it was a totally different thing when you start using, like, Google calendars and Google Maps and Google everything. Um, right. Yeah. Did you hire somebody to help you with that, with, you know, social media, with your marketing, with, you know, all of that PR stuff, yeah. that kind of, Yeah. No, so I, I uh, the technical skills I, I start I learned before I launched the company. Um, mm-hmm. I learned like with my mentor Michael Rothman. He's uh, doing uh, amazing. He started a fatherly, which is like an emag for dads. Um, mm-hmm. And he uh, basically sat down with me, taught me how to use Excel, like taught me like everything and, and well, the uh, basics. Yeah. 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 And- did you give? Did you graduate from high school or not? Yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, but I'm sure a lot has changed. Yeah, I I, I graduated top of my class um, in high school, it's, and then uh, I saw I saw the avenue of like hustling on the street as a faster way of reaching my goals, which was I I always wanted to be rich. So mm-hmm. growing mm-hmm. up in, in poverty and and my mom's struggle was uh, something that I didn't want. I didn't want happening to you know, my family. So um, that's what I aspired to be. Mm-hmm. And you did that. You know, you reached that goal. Yeah. Um, and now you're doing it a different way. So do you do you feel like, what has been like the biggest challenge for you? I mean, it sounds like, you know, getting people to be open and, and um helping but like well, other than that like what has been the biggest challenge for you in building your business right now um the biggest challenge I, I guess is like uh turning like marketing into like media and and um PR into dollars um mm-hmm. and then like uh another huge issue is like I'm getting reached I'm getting like and jail mail from all around the world and people like writing me and telling them I want to work for you um, I have three more years I have five more years I have ten more years you know wow. and it's, 
uh, I've been bombarded with so many people that want an opportunity to work here, and I just can't employ everybody because I don't have uh, right. enough customers. So that's that's why we launched uh, we launched our online thing four weeks ago, and it's been. I mean, we've got uh, four thousand people signed up, you know, already. So. Wow, that's um, amazing. Yeah, it's really gonna. I feel like it's really gonna help us scale. And and with that, what my plan with that is to use that revenue and that that money that I get from that um, to open up more locations and give more people opportunities. Where do you want to? Where do you want to expand? What locations? Uh, so first, I want uh, we're looking at Brooklyn now. Um, so going to Brooklyn, and then we want to start going uh, exploring like the East Coast and mm-hmm. Chicago. Um, and definitely the West Coast. We've been having a lot of, uh, you know, interest in L.A. and, and the Bay Area. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've been going back and forth to prisons over there and speaking to inmates. So, um, yeah, I think it'll, and a lot of people are asking for it. So, so basically, uh, you, you're, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, it's just having the capital to expand more quickly, you know, so mm-hmm. I can get. Um, maybe raise more investment dollars and uh, are, and then open more locations. Are you organized as a for-profit corporation and a non-for-profit corporation, or are you just a for-profit profit corporation? Uh, yeah, so we're, we're just a for-profit, um, but I'm looking to get a 501c3 soon. Um, mm-hmm. I was looking at, like, B certified, certified corps, um, mm-hmm. right. which includes, like, both of them. But I, I wanted, I want to start a foundation, um, basically to to help and teach formerly incarcerated people to become trainers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually going into Rikers Island now. Rikers Island is the biggest jail in actually in the world, holds twenty thousand inmates, and we're we're going in there and, and training a, a few inmates to become personal trainers, so we could create a direct pipeline. So. Amazing, right? Because I do see that opportunity there for the nonprofit status. That's the company me coming out saying, "Wow, there there could be a lot of grant money coming in to actually help facilitate the change within the prisons and to have that five hundred one c three." Yeah, and uh, what I want to do, how I want to fund that is by I came up with a crazy idea of like using uh, the Combody Live videos. to help fund that. So it's only $5 a month, but I want to start charging like penalty fees. So if you don't view the, the video, at least <laughs> you, get, you get charged a dollar for not viewing it. And wow. Uh, that goes to our nonprofit organization. So we're working that's on the back end. Oh my God. I love that. That is so amazing. Wow. That's so good. Cause you, you're motivating the person and if they don't do it, then they have to give yeah. money to this amazing cause. Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> So how do you choose? I know you get a lot of people who want to work with you. Who are, um, How do you choose um, the formerly incarcerated individuals that you want to work with? Do they have to have, like, any sort of certain qualifications or characteristics or experience? Or how do you how do you make that decision? Yeah, so usually I, I get people that uh, right now who have their certifications. Um, okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, and then I and then I jump I have them jump on board, but I I already have like a few people lined up, and I and I in, interview them. Not your typical interview where you're in 
you know, you're going to, like, shake your hand properly and be like, you know, take a seat and dress nice. Right. And, and, uh, and like, I, I don't say, like, tell me something about yourself. That's not my question. Like, my first question, I tell what what were you locked up for? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's, um, that's what I'm basically keeping in mind. Uh, uh, that's what I tell them, the, like, the first time we meet. So uh, what, you, what were you locked up for? And um, we just start a conversation. And I just feel like being more authentic and just being more real comes across as, across as, you know, as a real person, you know, instead right. of like, you know, putting up a front for anybody that you're going to be working for, you know. Right. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to um, come back and and talk to Koss a little bit more uh, about his amazing uh, prison style boot camp business called Conbody. Stay tuned. <laughs> comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar. And our guest today is Kos Marte. He's the founder and CEO of Conbody, which is a prison-style boot camp that employs incarcerated or formerly incarcerated individuals as trainers. And um, he's located in the Lower East Side of New York. And he's also, his classes are available on demand, which is a new product launch for them. And so cost, you know, um, 
I'm curious, like what you set up the the boutique is, you know, a prison, you know, environment, right? It's all very branded carefully. So what kind of people are coming into your gym? Like, you know, are they in shape? Do they need to get in shape? Do they like to be like, you know, how do they, how are you motivating them and who, who's coming? Uh, so we usually get like 80% females coming to our, our fitness mm-hmm. classes. Um, and, and there's like uh, a large range of, of people and uh, we get people that want to lose weight, but a lot of people that want to tone up and, and just like internally get stronger. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of people that want to really tone up, and and we've had like weight loss uh, success stories of you know people losing a hundred pounds already, and um, wow, you know, all types of things. Uh, and I, you know, right now I, I was training somebody that lost like thirty five pounds with me in like a few months. So, um, yeah, I mean, but it's just it took it takes dedication, and and I feel like these people are inspired, and there's, there's a lot of young professionals that come over here from like the ages of 25 to like 40 mm-hmm. um, but I've also I also got my mom who's 62 uh, coming four times a week so there's no excuse for like the age um, it's basically to get moving and, and try to keep up with the trainer we, we our classes are pretty intense but we um, we recommend just like doing what you can and trying to keep up so so is it a is it a lot of because you had mentioned that mostly it's body weight and um, yeah. you can just, so is it like push ups like squats like you know um, mountain climbers like all of that kind of stuff like you yeah. know inter interval training I guess yeah so there's that that high intensity interval training um, yeah but we also mix it up with like uh, cardio and military based program training and I took. Um, so when I was incarcerated, I went through this program called Shock, which is uh, a, like a prison that helps you come home earlier from your sentence. So it's like a six-month program uh, ran by ex-Marines turned correctional officers. So they wow. like the hell out of you and make you work out about an hour and a half a day. Uh, so I went through that program, and I took the and I mixed the exercises from them. And and with uh, workouts that I learned from inmates, done like twenty thirty years, uh, and I combine them. Um, but it's it's like high intensity cardio, like jumping jacks, different varieties of squats, and and some things that I've made up um, while I was in a prison cell that only I could do in a small space because I couldn't, you know, right. do certain. Um, so yeah. Straight, and do people buy up. like a membership or do they buy it by the class? How do they, how do they engage uh, with your business? Yeah, we do both. So we, for a, a monthly membership is a hundred dollars a month, uh, or you can buy a class for $25. Um, and the hundred dollar membership is unlimited classes. Our line, online thing is $5 a month and you could work out, um, basically unlimited. Um, and it's videos that, 20-minute videos, high-intensity cardio videos. Uh, and it's basically, again, like trying to keep up with the trainer. Um, I've had since I have people like that signed up the first day, and I've been receiving emails and comments every day and, and people saying, you know, I went from, you know, stopping 10 times through our 20-minute workout videos. Now I, I don't even, I don't, I stop only twice, you know, so. 
a lot of improvement, a lot of people just like motivated to, to keep going and doing it. That's awesome. And I have to say $100 a month for unlimited classes in New York City, that's pretty, that's a great price, you know. Um, yeah, it's probably one of the cheapest spots. We're probably going to raise the much in the prices soon. Um, yeah. 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 So we're looking at raising it a little bit more, but not, not too much. But yeah. I really want yeah. to keep it affordable for other people to, you know, people that can't afford it or, you know, and right. have a, a whole variety of spectrum of people. Right, so that's that to to make it accessible for people. Yeah. that's really great. And um, so, Cos, I mean, this has been so interesting, and I'm so glad that you were able to come on our show. And so, how how can people get in touch with you and Conbody if they if they want to, you know, get moving, do the time, as you like to say? Yeah, so you could just send us an email at info i n f o at conbody dot com uh, for any information. On the studio and for Combody Live, that's info at combodylive.com. That's C O N B O D Y L I V E, Combody, like convict body. Um, and uh, all our handles are Combody. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, um, everywhere. Uh, and, and just Google it, and you'll see a whole bunch of things pop up. Yeah. Uh, if you want to contact us directly via phone, it's three four seven two five one zero four two three. Fantastic. And so that is great. Yeah. And so we're gonna see probably a lot of from you in the in I I think the coming years, like you're gonna create an empire across the country for this. I feel like so. Ah. I'm afraid I'm going to be paying the penalty that I'm going to sign up with the $5 and then I'm not going to do it. I know. Let's do it. Let's, let's be, let's do it together and we can be accountability buddies and do it. And now, I mean, I I really want to do it. I think it's going to be, I mean, anyways, I'll let you know how it goes costs if I do sign up. (laughs) And I will hold you accountable. (laughs) okay okay um yeah so this has been an awesome uh interview with costa thank you so much for being on our show you can always catch us on itunes and stitcher and give us an email at jody and liz at let's get radical.org um and yeah we will talk to you next week take care Thanks so much for tuning in to Let's Get Radical. Please join Liz Gold and Jody Paydar again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, it's time for you to get radical. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot